This is uh, episode 66 of this podcast, which is the normal man all of a sudden taking a, a different turn, but <laughs> fucking hell, it's, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. I mean, oh, fucking hell. Uh, this is, a, I mean, this is the first time I've properly spoken to you, isn't it, mate? Do you know what I mean? Like, how, how the fuck are you doing? How the fuck are you even alive, mate, first off? How are you even alive? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. What you been up to lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm live and well, baby. Are you referring to the fact that I was uh, mosh pitting in in the uh, the front row at Temple Newsom? <laughs> oh man, I mean, that, I, absolutely speechless about all of it. <laughs> absolutely speechless about. It. I don't even know where to fucking start. Honestly, I do not know where to start, other than the fact that making sure you actually got home safe. Um, <laughs> Especially after that beef with security and stuff and uh, all that. Oh, oh man, I mean, there's just so much to fucking talk about in the book. Yeah, let's just. Um, yeah, I mean, right, honestly, where do I mean, so, so, so much to unpack. So we're probably going to spend several episodes unpacking this in different ways. So I'm sure the folks that are listening will enjoy that. I'm sure because we all enjoy the show, enjoyed the experience. I met a million people that just loved the show, loved you guys. And so, yeah, it was, it was a super great experience, but I mean, we might as well start from the beginning. I mean, you know, we met in Glasgow for the first time in person. That was kind of cool. Oh my, yeah. I mean, let's get to that. But first off, I mean, I mean, you know, like I've said, I've been on socials a bit and I've been saying thank you. I mean, everyone knows I'm a sort of, I'm quite an emotional guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and that, you know, in some ways, I'm sure that's a bit too much for some people, but, and I, I'm aware of that. And I'm all these tweets and photographs and sort of really gushing about everything. But I don't know, it's just a part of me that really doesn't care either. Do you know what I mean? And I just, I'm just, I'm just absolutely compelled to do it. And, uh, you know, first off, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that came. Do you know what I mean? I, I know we said that on stage, but I want to reiterate that again. And yeah, obviously to Leeds and Glasgow, everyone that came to those and made those experiences what they were. Um, yeah. Just absolutely mind-blowing. Absolutely. I mean, as you say, mate, there is there's so much to talk about. But I mean, it, one thing that struck me is, so do, we've done this podcast for 66 episodes now, and it's always you know it's always felt great and it's always like you see the numbers and you're like yeah man people are listening but that that is not the same as <laughs> being in a field where it's just all you know up in glasgow just being anywhere where there's all that um love and appreciation for me and you just chat chatting shit do you know what i mean I'll, you know i know <laughs> but do you know what i'm saying it's oh, like the difference between you know sort of 
understanding that digitally and then kind of seeing it in front of you and um you know there was a point where our manager tim had, had been out front and he sort of came backstage and we're like adam uh, you can't go out there there's far too many fans out there far too many of your fans out there you need to uh, <laughs> you know because i wanted to do that and i don't know you know like on a day like that's a lot of pressure a lot of stress uh, a lot of stress and as i'm sure was evident from you know that first video i put up of the day i think glasgow gig which we oh, can yeah. talk about at some point but um yeah just oh, i mean like i said on twitter just the best experience of my life and that's the mad thing like before i don't want to get into it too much now but like it's just strange that this is like the biggest thing we've ever done you know it was one thing to remember all the things that we did back yeah. when you know we were like touring properly and releasing records remembering all that as fondly as we all do and you know, having the luxury of being able to connect with our fans like we have done over the past two years now, yeah, uh, especially myself, and sort of talk about that. Um, but to come back like 11 years later and play the biggest sort of gig of ours, you know, sort of we've done big headline shows and we've played massive arenas, sort of supporting people. We have done big headline shows ourselves, especially in Japan, but a hometown that that size of crowd oh, yeah. in that in in that place, it's just it was massive, it's just it absolutely mental to um to feel that connection with the fans and with our you know history or legacy or whatever you want to call it and it, it harks right back to um you know when the, the listening party was announced or whatever and like we said quite a lot referenced quite a lot on this podcast you know when i went on twitter for the first time and just ping 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 loads of people were following me following me and stuff it's back to that rush of oh my god like people still care about us. Do you know what I mean? People still like respect our band and stuff, but then yeah. to stand in, standing on, on a stage in the field that size with that many people all going nuts. And we've all had, we've all had doomsday fears about this. Do you know what I mean? We all have. And Tim, Tim even said that it'd be great to get Tim on to talk about all this. But oh, yeah. afterwards, afterwards, Tim was like, you know, I, I, I literally had sort of nightmare visions of, of, of no one turning up, do you know what I mean? It was me stood out, stood out front with my head in my hands, and I think we all we all had the same. And you worry about the weather, and it got rescheduled, and I don't know. And it, that doesn't even take into account the fact that post COVID, now so many bands are touring because you know so many everyone you know no one's been able to do business basically for two years. So so many bands are touring now that there's so many gigs every night that it's really difficult for people to commit. So I think even in those circumstances, certainly the promote from the promoter's side, they were really astonished at the turnout and really pleased. And, you know, they were like, you know, this is a you've really, really good turnout for how things are going at the moment. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. were absolutely blown away by all that. Absolutely blown away by it all. So thank you to everyone who came. And um, yeah, and you know, thank you to everyone who bought merch as well. You know, the merch is great. And you know, on that, on that note, on that note. Uh, as I've said on the band's official Facebook and my Twitter, I need to put it out uh, elsewhere as well. But yeah, due to high demand, we are going to be making more of the top shirts. Well, I say tall, you know, the, the, the event shirts available for um, order online. Um, so if you follow me or the band's officials, 
Um, and uh, hopefully, well, it depends when this episode goes out, but um, I will make it obvious on socials when that web shop is up where you can order the shirts, man. Do you know what I mean? And the hoodie and stuff. And because we, we sold out so quickly, you know, oh, yeah. these things, there's all kinds of logistics goes into these things. Obviously, one of those is merch predictions and per head figures and all that stuff. And yeah, it just went brilliant, it, you know. So obviously, if people want more, we're going to fucking make more available. I'm going to do his best to make more available. Um, so I've, I've literally been in process of setting up bloody dom- dom- domains and stuff to get that all linked up. Um, <laughs> so we should have that going in the next few days. Should have that going in the next few days, yeah. Yeah, I went to get a shirt from uh, from Glasgow. Gone. They were gone before you guys even started, man. I was like, what? It's all gone. And yeah, people kept saying, oh, they better have a bunch in Temple Newsom. <laughs> so yeah, I got there at like three o'clock at Temple Newsom and I went straight to the merch tent. <laughs> and as yeah. you can see, yeah, <laughs> hooked it up. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, you're wearing it as well. You are wearing it well, Pete. You are wearing it well, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, generally, it's going to be quite difficult to work out really where to start with all this um, because we could, we, I mean, it could, we could start in the production rehearsals, which are definitely worth talking about at some point oh, yeah. because they were, you know, they were a part of the event in itself for me. Do you know what I mean? As I say, it's like, it was like a week and just a fucking magic week and a half for me, um, for all of us, for all of us, I think we... Um, you know, we, we haven't done this in a long time and we're different people now and, you know, with different sort of personalities that have sort of changed in different ways. But at heart, we're, I think what we discovered over this last week and a half is we're still rooted together in the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Which we just appreciate a hell of a lot more now. Hmm. I think, you know, that's certainly evident to me. Do you know what I mean? I think the bond and the connection that we've got as not just as four musicians and for like friends but just for people who've been through uh, an experience together do you know what i mean and like the highs and lows of it just does something to you i guess didn't it and it was it's just been absolutely it's just been a dream come true really to rekindle like the best bits of um our gang do you know what i mean without sort of any of the any of the awkwardness or the things that were unsaid or any of that it, all that out the window just made for just the perfect experience, even even down like traveling and stuff, and yeah, sitting in, sitting in buses together, and just <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah, man, I, I fucking absolutely loved it. But I mean, yeah, I suppose for now, let's let's kind of jump into um, our first meeting. There, I, I, <laughs> I wish there was someone there to have filmed that. That fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, that... to see two giddy schoolgirls happy to see each other. I don't know if I want that. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, it's like everyone else. Everyone else in that hotel bar were like, what the fuck's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Honestly, I tried to play it cool, man. Honestly, <laughs> I tried to play it cool. Well, because it was difficult because I think, like I was saying, because we've had such a great experience together, I think one of the main aims we went out with, especially because Tim and Tony, the management were involved, is one of the main aims we went out with was to do it as a group. Do you know what I mean? And stay really um, close-knit and sort of have dinner together and, and yeah. you know, all sit together and just sort of, relive that bond and through that sort of make the gigs what they were i think but uh, because of that anyway i kind of and i didn't even realize you were so close man so it got to late <laughs> that it, so we got up to glasgow anyway uh we had a cool drive up to glasgow of sound we had a good laugh good chat about things and uh, put a few uh you know tweets out pictures uh, and i, I love that that was the first, you know we'd already had the production rehearsals for a week spending time together like just like it always was but again yeah. without any awkwardness and then the drive up that were brilliant 
so we got up to Glasgow anyway, and I, I were already sort of starting to feel the the nerves. And I don't know. I think there's been a sense in me that I've been, uh, I, I've it's certainly been me that's holding all this together. Do you know what I mean? Not in a no one else is trying. Not in that way. Just I don't know. Like in a, um, I don't. It's hard to explain that really. But because of that, it's given me a, a constant state of urgency. I think. Do you know what I mean? And a constant, yeah. a constant stress level anyway, which did over the over the time sort of morph itself into some uncomfortable moments but none that were yeah. you know none that i think well i sort of, i'm talking personally none that i didn't get over but because of that anyway we, we we got up there and we had a nice dinner and that and then people kind of went off and did their own started to go off and do their own thing so I'm like right okay i've got time to make pete now and i was thinking where's he gonna be and i'm like where are you staying and you you literally sorted it so you were in the hotel next door aren't you oh yeah which my, was yeah my wife hooked it up she uh i told her you know the, the good news was is i was going on points for marriott so some of it was coincidence but it was perfect because she was like she's like where's adam staying i'm like oh he's in this hotel and it, she was like oh this is like right down the street from it i was like oh perfect so yeah that worked out really nice because we were like literally two minutes from each other yeah absolutely and then yeah i thought right well i've got some time now so i'm gonna go meet him and started hammering it down proper hammering it down so i'm like oh, fucking hell do you know what we're gonna do? get an early night go meet pete i thought i've got i cannot not meet pete tonight man. you know <laughs> what i mean like as long as we've been talking and podcasting i, I couldn't handle it just being so close so i fucking ran through that rain and uh, you know like I'm, I'm, you're getting there and you're thinking what's, what's this actually going to be like because you know we've we've talked digitally for so long and is this going to be weird in any way do you know what i mean like yeah. I, these were all these were all things that were going through my head and I'm just walking along anywhere and I look, I said, right, there's the bar. And I look through the window, fucking there you are. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Instantly, just like, oh, there he is. Fucking hell. And yeah, just like, right, let, get, get out of my way. Let me through that door. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is fucking, uh, what a mate. Oh, like I said, just, it was fucking so good to meet you, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, in same. the, in, in, in the flesh. And you're not that short. You're not that short. I didn't, have, I didn't. Have... <laughs> no, seriously, man. What a fucking, pleasure and a privilege and um yeah yeah it was great it was a lot of fun we had and and i and i'll i'll I'll, you know i'll share the news there was no awkwardness at all like it was like yeah it was like right away we were like right into it so it was a lot of fun it was great chatting with you mate it was like it was like we were on zoom but just you know obviously in 3d it was great so yeah but i was super excited and you seemed like really at peace you know, like it was a great conversation and I felt really good about that. I said, Oh good. He's going to be great for tomorrow. And then I saw your video where you were pacing the floor and I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like, that was, I don't know, 18 hours later or something like that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, seeing you that just kind of overrode any nerves. And to be honest, my nerves weren't that bad at that point. I was, you know they were building but yeah meeting you was just absolutely amazing and we had a lot of fun um that that was really cool and then yeah i suppose jumping forward a bit i mean you know do you have to accept the the thing is as well as i didn't i hardly slept in that place man fucking them i hadn't been out of my well i obviously go out and about every day but i haven't stopped anywhere slept anywhere else in uh, well you know but since 2011 (laughs) wow you know what i mean pretty much Oh, a couple of times been to a place in the Dales, but that's like a really nice open place. Do you know what I mean? And it's, but in that hotel, I got in there and I'm like, oh God, it's fucking small in here. And <laughs> so that hotel room freaked me out a bit anyway, to be honest. But yeah, what happened then? What happened between then? Oh, I don't know. Like, oh, it was, well, yeah, we did sound check my, and that was amazing. 
Well, no, I'm talking. I'm talking oh, before, before that, that really. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking before that. Well, it's just because I didn't sleep well and it was a strange room and all that stuff. And I was high up. I was on the fifth floor and that was all weird. And even though you shut your curtains, you're in no, you know about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like in Japan when you're on the 48th floor of something and you're like, oh, yeah, shutting curtains is really going to make me not believe that I'm up there. Yeah. It's like shutting the bloody... <laughs> Shutting the blind on a plane. What's the fucking point? Do you know what I mean? If you still know you're up there. You can't trick your mind that much. Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, being in that hotel room was weird. And then, like, being out of my routine, not knowing where anything was. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, some people get, like, really proactive in that instance and sort of just, you know, calmly go on about what they need to do, as I imagine that would totally be you. But, I, I'm so rooted in my routine when I'm taken out of it, it, it takes some adjusting to man. And like that, that goes through certain levels of stress. Um, yeah, sure. So I'd not slept and then not eaten properly because I was nervous anyway. And then, yeah, so it was weird because as soon as we got into that, into the building, into the, into, into Barrowlands, I felt a bit, I felt more like on it. Do you know what I mean? Like in a, all right, I, I remember this instinct we're kicking in then. You know, I remember this. I remember what we're doing here, you know, in, in, in terms of like muscle memory and just experience memory, if you want to call it. Just everything. I just remembered it all. And that was fine. And sound check were amazing. And walking into that room and, oh man, I, it's so weird because it's like, it's like living it through two split personalities. Um, <laughs> and not, not like in a bad way, just in a, um, you know, one half of you is just pure business, like getting on with it. Like, and then the other half is just like this. Fucking mental. <laughs> you know, this is fucking mental. Seriously, man. Like, uh, 10 yeah. years later, all the sh- all shit that I've been, th- like, again, talking from my point of view, all the stuff that I've been through in my head and, like, missing this and wishing for just, like, any kind of connection to it at all. And then that and just walking into that, into Barrow. I mean, let's let's not even talk about fucking walking into Temple News. And, oh, my I goodness. mean, like... Just, but just like walking into Barrowlands, into that ballroom and seeing like how big that hall is and seeing the sprung dance floor and even getting to the bottom of those stairs where they, where they haul the bloody equipment up the centre of that, that staircase with them pulley systems. It's because it's on the, it's at the top, it's on the top floor, isn't it, man? And just, we've been there before and just all those memories and walking into the dressing room, just all those memories. It's fucking, I mean, getting old, people complain about getting old, but, there's something about getting old that I don't know. It makes you appreciate fucking being young. Yeah. Well, yeah. I heard a lot of people I mean? talking about that for sure, but I also but, understand you being, um, you know, in split personality in that, in that moment, part of you is business, but the other part steps out and says, Holy cow, this is actually happening. So that, that that's, yeah, that must've been hard for you to stay focused because that's so like, I mean, it's, we've, this has been well, a long time coming. So yeah, absolutely. A long time coming and you say hard to stay focused, but to be honest, not at all. In terms of actually that side of it, being in the venue, you know, playing, saying what we want in terms of being on stage, making sure all that's right. Just no stress at all. Just absolutely fine. And like one thing I will say is our crew um, were just just absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? Tom Leach, uh, Backline Tech, Dave Skelton, um, Jim DeBarker. Everyone who walked on, everyone who worked on the shows, which, and the lights, Ooh, Jesus Christ, Otis, the lighting engineer, and Steve, the designer, and oh my God, there's too many names to mention right now, and everyone just worked so well to make it 
such a fucking amazing I like walking into Barrowlands and just looking at the stage and that video I put in was from that um, and I was just just looking at the stage and seeing all the lights mm-hmm. and and stuff and all the back lines set up and just uh, I don't know man it's you know it's a long way from mowing lawns and shit you know what I mean which <laughs> yeah. I, which you know I reiterate nothing fucking wrong with it and I love it and I still fucking do it but you've got to understand it is removed from that isn't it oh yeah do you know what I mean especially when it's something I'd I did so much and then effectively lost, but to get to like, and I'm sorry, this episode is just going to be, you know, I'm sure you can, you know what it's going to be, you know what I'm like, but <laughs> um, just fucking amazing. So yeah, I mean, the soundcheck itself and getting like you being in soundcheck and, you know, some of my friends and my brother being in soundcheck, I, that was amazing. Do you know what I mean? I got to share my little piece of that. That was so exciting. <laughs> I walk in and, and you and I had already talked beforehand and you were like, all right, listen, no pictures, you know, just kind of go in the back and just kind of like, you know, you know, disappear, let them do, you know, let everybody do their thing. And I was like, totally. Yeah, man, I, I'm not even here. So I sneak, you know, I'm so excited to actually be in and witness this. So I'm, you know, I'm scurrying to the back of the room and, and, you know, the band's on the stage practicing and <laughs> I'm just trying to just, you know, be out of the way. And all of a sudden I hear... <laughs> <laughs> Stu starts playing Foo Fighters on the bass. He's like, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> He's playing enough space, and I was like, and I looked up, and he just kind of winked at me, like, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a call, and I was like, oh, okay, I see you too. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And then sitting there, you know, like I said, there was about five people in the room, and uh, aside from the, the the sound engineers and stuff, but just like sitting in that back row and watching it, it felt like a it felt like a, a concert of one, you know, and just you know watching you guys do like getaway and just all the other parts, and it was just like wow, like I, I didn't even need the concert after that, <laughs> like that was that was already <laughs> enough. That was like such a great experience, but yeah, and then meeting everybody was so nice, you know, like I was just trying to not bother anybody because I know how important sound checks are. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't even going to approach or do anything i just kind of stayed in the back but then like one by one like rob and phil and Stu, they all came up hey pete what's up like and, and i was like like oh wow like oh hey like nice nice meet you guys and they're just all so nice so just really really uh and it's what everybody says they're just so down to earth man like everybody much like yourself are just uh really good down to earth dudes that just happen to be ridiculously talented yeah um i'm, I'm pleased you got to see it man please i'm pleased i got you into that barrel and sound check and that you got to see it like that i'm watching you you know you were fucking like you said you were enjoying it just as much during the sound check <laughs> but yeah that was great and it, it sounded fucking ace um and it gave us a lot of confidence and we were we were absolutely ready for that do you know what i mean in terms of playing wise it, everything was in place but yeah sort of seeing the lights and ready to go and obviously you don't see it all when you're on stage because you're playing but seeing the videos afterwards of the lights my god yeah fucking lights were insane oh yeah absolutely insane oh god and like you know we started we started this episode with um with uh, my intro that i put together for the gigs which kid that just went off i mean I'm, we're jumping forward a bit here we'll go back to but i'm jumping forward now because yeah, I put that intro, that intro. I've had that idea for two, of like, was it two years or whatever, or whenever? Um, I think it was after the listening party. I put that. I tweeted that song, um, that, uh, and ever since then, I've just been like, I fucking love to come on stage to that and splice it with the original Matrix intro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And just because, as I say, it just it, that Jackie Wilson song. It just it sums everything up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It sums up like the love uh, surrounding the band that sort of elevated it to the to the heights of doing that fucking gig that we just did. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So and 
Um, you know, there's a couple of people have said to me, oh, Ghostbusters or whatever. And it's like, you know, but that's the same vibe. But it's the same vibe. That's what it's about. It's about that sort of, that mass um, showing of love. Do you know what I mean? That so encapsulates the same thing, really. But anyway, fucking, I, I, it worked perfectly, didn't it? And we were stood outside the stage and when that started and everyone started singing and I was oh, just yeah. like, I just, fucking, I just fucking started smiling and I was just like, oh yeah, that fucking worked. Get the fucking, uh, and then I was just thinking, oh, I'll wait until it drops into Matrix. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I mean, that just, that that really put the icing on the cake. And that was something that we'd all forgotten about the intro. We'd so wrapped up in getting production rehearsals right, everyone having little individual techie problems that took literally the seven days individually a bit of time to solve. Everyone just kind of forgot about the intro. And then all of a sudden, I think it was like, um, it was a day before. It was Sunday <laughs> night. It was a day before we were setting off to Glasgow. And I was like, shit, fucking intro. Do you know what I mean? A bit like Home Alone when they realised they forgot Ke- when they realised they forgot Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So um, all of a sudden I thought, well, I know what I want to do. I know what I've wanted to do all this time. So, and I just did it like a really low tech way, um, which sound engineers absolutely hate. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, well, where am I going to get? I haven't got an MP3 of either thing. So where am I going to get them from? So, I mean, the trusty roadcaster, Pete, I think this roadcaster is the best money I've ever spent <laughs> because... Obviously, I just got my phone out and just Bluetoothed it to the roadcaster, just got up YouTube and just went to Jackie Wilson and just played. And I just literally captured um, the yeah. phone, Bluetoothing it to, into the desk, recorded that into Pro Tools. So I sat there, flicked that up, recorded about two minutes of that with a view to edit it. And then I was like, right, now go to the Matrix, right to the end, to the end closing speech. And I was like, right, capture that. And then like, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I actually... Where it, where the Matrix is like hacking its way into Jackie Wilson at the end of the Matrix, Rage Against the Machine yeah. starts to hack its way into um into the Matrix. So I actually went on. To, so then I flicked. This is all just on one stem. I've just got the Pro Tools recording and I'm just flicking between these things on YouTube. I had to edit out the adverts. Shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's so low tech. Um, yeah, yeah. So then I just captured the first five seconds of uh, "Wake Up" by Rage, and then, like I say, I just chopped, chopped out all the um, all the adverts and did and just like like forced them together and did some really hard edits and put a bit of fucking sub on it. That won't, I don't think that'll come across in this uh, on this recording, but on the actual MP3, I'll have to put that out for patrons, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, well, the, the thing about it song. that makes sense is that it, it's the idea is the song is being hacked, so it sounds choppy, right? It's like it's perfectly yeah, fine yeah, and all of a sudden it's like you know and it's like breaking yeah, and like, stuff yeah that was that was actually really it cool. works so well it fucking works so well my brother just got the greatest recording of that as well um nice. in fact i put that on my twitter uh because you can hear everyone singing spine tingling absolutely hair raising moment um yeah which, i got to sit yeah. next to your brother which was really cool too yeah man yeah he, he fucking loved it everyone loved it everyone loved it it Obviously, I haven't come down from any of it yet, and I don't think I will for a while. But yeah, I suppose jumping back a little bit then. Um, so after sound check, anyway, I, I made the stupid decision of, <laughs> you know, we think it was sound check was about what half four or five. We finished maybe a bit later. I can't remember. Maybe half five. I'm not yeah, sure. But right. it was a bit. It was at that point. I was like, right, what am I doing? And I thought, I know, I'll just go back to the hotel and chill. Um, and then rather than sort of hanging around the venue. Now, on reflection, I should have just hung around in the dressing room and just chilled out there. Um, but I don't know. I went back to my room and I just fucking freaked myself out. Do you know what I mean? Like a <laughs> like a like a anxiety panic attack. 
um, just because I was so out of my routine and I didn't didn't know where to fucking put myself. I didn't know how to uh, purge all the uh, sort of emotions I was going through. Do you know what I mean? The fight or flight, the constant fight or flight. And you know what that does to your body when you're in constant fight or flight. You know, you, you don't eat and you don't sleep properly. You don't drink properly. You forget how to function properly because you're just oh, yeah. gripped by like a, a singularity. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Sort of holding you in one place. And it's funny at that moment. It's funny. Do you know what I mean? It's funny how powerful the mind is. You're like, you aren't eating for two days. You know, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? You, you think that's any of my concern? I fucking hell. I envy you if you think that's any of my concern. Bloody hell. And that's the, the horrible thing is, though, is when you actually... When you come out of that and you relax, you're like, oh my fucking God, I have not eaten for three days. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, everyone get out of my way. Otherwise, I'm going to be like Pac-Man around these fucking streets. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just fucking absolutely ravenous. And that, that's I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't realise is what I'm describing was kind of most of my touring life, really. That's kind of the state I lived in all the time. Like I was looking for excuses for it internally I suppose and thinking it's just because I haven't done it for a long time but I fucking yeah. live in that I think I always lived in that fight or flight um, panic mm. mode See? and so you know it did it did have it did come with well I suppose it's more about regulating my own responses which is something that I really struggle with whether it's part of my condition um, or not sort of ADHD or bipolar but I can't control the runaway train that becomes my thoughts in the wrong environment if I'm in my routine and I've got my creature comfort, so to speak, I can control uh, what does become an anxiety runaway train. Um, but in that environment, no, fucking stupid idea to go back to my room <laughs> on my own. Yeah, you should um, just come with me next door to the bar. We were having a good time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing, though, that I, wanted, I couldn't do. that. I just couldn't relax. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we, I mean, we saw you, obviously, I relaxed when I saw you, but that was the night before. And the night before is a whole sleep away. And that, psychologically, that's massive. Do you know what I mean? It's like it, the next day when shit gets really oh, real. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of preparing myself for. And then you've got all these emotions with hardly any sleep and stuff. And stupid things like, look, I sleep with a fan. I've got a little portable fan and I sleep with it, like, on my face. And I have done for ages. Mm-hmm. And uh, like it's the, it, not only is it the white noise, it's the breeze on my face. Mm. I don't know. I like it. What can I say? Uh, I can't sleep without it. Fucking clever clogs here. Gets up there and just goes, oh shit, there's no fan. Oh. Bastard. Do you know what I mean? I just, what an idiot. Just, I forgot my fucking fan. And fair enough, someone will sit there and go, well, fucking go buy a fan genius. And then you're like, well, yeah, like that you've one. got time for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I should have done, but still when you, when that's my problem, I guess is like in, don't think practically when shit hits the fan, I think emotionally. Do you know what I mean? Where is it like you'd be like, hmm, okay, so this is my problem. What are my solutions? And I can choose one. I don't do that. I just go, oh, fucking. Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, right, when you finish doing that, do you want to actually think? Well, you know, everyone's got a process, aren't they? Everyone's got a process. And I'll tell you what, right? Someone said you owe them, you owe them for a new carpet. You're fucking right. I mean, <laughs> Christ. I wish I'd have had some sort of step, a step reader on. Fucking hell. But it, it was working. Although by the time actually going on stage, jumping forward again, honestly, my fucking my hip, my hip would like, oh my god, what are you doing? You've been up mountain. You're like, and I've been in a hotel room, mate. I've been up <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, just walking around like that seemed to balance my energy and I was just vaping my head off. I had this little CBD pen and obviously in a, you're in a fucking hotel room so it's um, you can't fucking have a joint or whatever. So that was a fucking nightmare. Although I had my joint, for my uh, herbal vaporizer, so I was using that. Trying everything and I just freaked myself out in there. I walked myself to death and then eventually went, right, I'm off, fucking off for a joint. So went outside, had a joint and then it was time to go back down to the venue and... Driving down to the venue, I was better because I was with, with them, I was with everyone. And then as soon as we got into the venue and into the dressing room, like an hour before, it was just, it was fine. Do you know what I mean? I was just, I was absolutely fine. All the, all the nerves and stuff went and I just went into business mode again, effectively. And it was like, oh, bloody hell, I should have stayed here the whole time anyway. It was the waste of time going back to the hotel. Yeah, for sure. I should have just, I, because I could, I could vaguely remember my routine in the dressing room. Do you know what I mean? Even if you ended up playing a stupid game where you put a little, where you put a cup in the corner of a room and then screw up a ball of paper and try and get it in from miles away. Me and Bruce used to do that in vape shop. Honestly, fucking, we'd be having a game and someone would walk in and try and get served. And I'm like, move your head, love. Fucking piece of paper go flying across. Yes, I got it in. What do you want? A coil and what? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Just looking at you like you're crazy. Sorry, sorry. It's part of it in here, mate. <laughs> um, I fucking don't know where I've gone with that but anyway um, so what was it like being yeah. backstage with the four of you again like right before you went on like that moment of you know they're about to play that song and it's about to happen was there what was going through your mind um, I don't know man because it was just like old times we had Tim up there and Tim is just Tim do you know what I mean and he has a certain energy which is very um, uniting do you know what I mean he, he he unites us and he always did uh, whenever he came up he always left you feeling like I say united and like a real unit and like you were gonna you could attack stuff and and we chilled out in the dressing room beforehand and just chatted about football and stuff like that and about what is better because I, I haven't seen Tim uh, for uh, you know since 2011 if not before wow I haven't seen you know I haven't seen Tim so it, it was it was amazing to meet up with him and we had a good chat the night before as well but he'd just flown in as well so he, he, went, he got his head down relatively early and then I came to meet you you fucker but um, <laughs> yeah to like getting to spend a bit of time uh, time with him in Glasgow and have a chat in the dressing room and then he was in there before and calming us down and we were all doing a lot of pacing back there but it just all felt pro man everything was going well uh, Jim DeBarker the tour manager fucking amazing guy do you know what I mean calm collected and fucking on the job which is what you want you don't want someone like like me with fucking loads of histrionics and shit you don't want that you just want someone who's just like proper about business get shit done um, and don't mess about and like I say you know crew were amazing Dave Skelton as well on monitors um, fucking hell like honestly I've worked with a lot of monitor engineers I've never worked with someone as good as Dave Our, or as nice fucking Honestly, nicest bloke in the world. A pleasure to tour with. Absolute pleasure. And he never leaves you hanging with monitors. Even if there is a little bit of an issue, it's so, it's so quick. So I cannot thank you that to the crew enough. Um, nice. Unbelievable. Yep. Everything was so seamless. Like the music sounded great. The sound level sounded great. The lights were insane. Everything was just mm. so organized. And obviously you guys sounded amazing. Um, man, so... The minute you hit the first note on the dance, I was not expecting to have this reaction, but I just, 
I started crying like a baby. <laughs> I was just like, holy cow, what is going on? Like, like I was just, and I was recording too. So I was like trying not to like whimper while I was uh, recording. Uh, that was uh, a funny thing. Yeah, no, but I just like, I don't know. It was like the past two years, like flashed before my eyes, you know, like a, yeah. I, in, in one note, I saw the video of you with your walls painted pink and blue and, and, mm. you know, holding your Robinsons talking about things. And then all the way through to, you know, COVID getting, you know, pushing the thing back and just the whole all the conversations that we've had and the growth that you've done and just uh the music that you've been making by yourself and and uh just your confidence growing just everything is like all that happened and, and then there you are on stage playing and i was just like a little cry baby i was just like oh this is too much <laughs> it was really awesome honestly man you're doing that to me now <laughs> yeah fucking what what can i say I, I i know exactly what you mean and fucking don't feel bad about it man i don't think you were the only one in the room doing that that night i think there were a lot of it but Oh, so much I, love, I, so honestly, much love in that room. So much love. Oh my! Oh fuck it! Oh, oh man, it was unbelievable. But I, I, I kind of—that's something I was really worried about. I was really worried about how I was how I was going to get on stage and react to that um, level of love coming back as in one go. Um, do you know what I mean? I was really, I was really concerned that I was just going to kind of break down and just be like, "Whoa, fucking hell!" You know what I mean? And just be completely <laughs> overawed. But I did it for ten years. Did it for twelve years more? Like I think was it. Yeah, did it for fucking ten or twelve years, man. Do you know what I mean? It don't leave you. I don't think it didn't. It didn't seem to. But yeah, when when the when the intro was going off and everyone was singing, it I did. I just felt like right, getting out there, get that guitar. What's the first note? Once I get past the first note, we're fine. And so I forgot to be in in any way frightened, or yeah. I just completely forgot to be in any way too emotional. I was just. I mean, like we are professionals, which is something that I never realised just how professional we are. And especially when you work with like new crew who've worked with tons of bands and even they're like, you know, you lads don't fuck about, do you? It's great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything's, you know, not too much drama. Fucking just straight on with it. You're good musicians. You don't, you don't demand loads of shit. Just everyone gets on. It's lovely. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was something that I think helped me a lot is at the sound check when everything, you know, I've got no fears about us playing. Although when I did get up there, I did think, shit, shit, what's the, what's the first opening to the dance? What, 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 <laughs> what was it? What, what, what? Do you know what I mean? But luckily, because that's why we went out earlier to the intro than I said we were gonna. Um, but I thought, fuck that, no, I need to, I need time to get my head together. But that, I don't know whether that worked out well. I probably gave myself too much time to think rather than going out there and just doing it on instinct. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think because that was another thing as well. Because that because the light, the house lights were down when I actually come on stage. Like I think it took a little bit for people to realise that we were on stage as well. So I think that took a little bit. Of, uh, in a good way that took the edge off it being too overwhelming do you know mm -hmm. what I mean because by the time everyone realised what was going on we'd picked up as instruments and we were ready to start and fucking Neo fucking making his fucking phone call mm -hmm. I just remember being 16 or whatever it was 16 and hearing that at the end of that film and just being like I fucking want that do you know I want that <laughs> I sampled it on my little sampler and just thinking oh, fucking, I want to come on stage to that and do you know what I mean? For oh, yeah. 38, years, 38 years old, fucking God knows how many years later. It still hits. Still hits though. Get everybody I just, excited. I, I, want, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted people to feel that in the room. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like, a, it was kind of, I, that's what I was doing with that intro. I was trying to manipulate people's emotions, not in a bad way, in, in, in a way that every artist has ever tried to do. I was trying to make you feel something. Sure. I was trying to, I was trying to link you all together with, 
all the threads of my narrative that, that that you mentioned that was been carrying on as long as it has filled with the filled you know filled with that feeling of this is fucking all in response to how much love is is like just undeniably pouring our way you know even from the first time that the listening party were announced and Tim were just like Jesus I mean fucking hell, you don't get this reaction to this sort of stuff <laughs> you know not unless you're a massive loved band you know, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, and and to, it was perfect to do your love is lifting me higher because I thought you know that was very appropriate, right? Like the love of the fans absolutely. definitely lifts you guys. So yeah, that, that absolutely was, that was not lost on me for sure. Yeah, so that that song just with all it carries and all, and I just fucking knew that everyone would would connect to that. And then obviously going into our original intro, which I'm sure everyone in that room remembers that intro from those early gigs in them little rooms and stuff and. Just grabbing everyone by the, the grabbing them by the nostalgia balls, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much just like have that fucking hell straight in your face. <laughs> That's undeniable. You can't miss that shit. Do you know what I mean? Just straight in the fucking heart and straight in the brain to all those parts of your memory that. Um, we, you know, oh, yeah. we're tingling the first time you fucking heard them tunes. And that, that's the thing, like, honestly, playing all I could remember, you know, playing the fucking dance or any of them songs, I felt it most on Dance and Human. All I could remember was Hull, Hulladelphi, which was our first, well, Roadhouse were our first, first one, but um, the Hulladelphi just was better than that for me. And so that's the one that really sticks out in my mind. But it took me straight back to the Hulladelphi with like that, basically someone's fucking front room where the stage is made out of um, milk crates stacked too high and fucking boards on it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it, with, with a shitty beer stained carpet and you're practically playing in a fireplace and it just took me right back there. Nice. It's like it, just the same set of emotions, just fucking absolutely mind blowing. Oh yeah, a couple of other pointers that were funny to me. Like right before you played that song, uh, I was like sitting back there, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what the guys are doing backstage. And then I get a message from you. <laughs> I get a DM from you, and you're like, Hey, every- did you get in? Is everything okay? Did you get sorted? <laughs> I was like, I just laughed. I was like, Really? You're like right about. To- it's like you guys are about to go on, and you're on your phone, like making sure other people are okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well i think that's one thing that i've been trying to explain to anyone that's kind of you know close to me is like look until i feel like everything's in hand i'm not really going to be around do you know what i mean it's because i need to make sure everything's in hand the second i think <laughs> yeah we got this at that point it's like right, okay do you know what i mean now i can check that pete got in okay and shit like that. but come <laughs> on like can you imagine if after the gig, I've been like, what did you think? And you were like, oh, man, I uh, I didn't get in, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to bother you. There was a problem at the door, and I didn't want to bother you. Fuck that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I wanted, I needed to make sure you were in. That was one of the criteria of me being chilled enough to go on stage was like, I need to know that you're in. I need to know <laughs> that all my guests are in and that everyone's happy. And yeah, once... Um, <laughs> yeah, but of course, man. Of course, I'm going to fucking make sure you're sorted. Of course, I'm going to make sure you're sorted with your little, your little private a balcony at the, at the back right slap in the middle and that's the first like because it's difficult at gigs especially when i kind of playing as well like I, mean, I think i was explaining this to someone the way i play guitar and how i play guitar I, I, there's not many opportunities to look up at the crowd do you know what i mean because of how intently i play and what notes i'm going for if i'm if you just stood there strumming chords you fucking look whatever you want bloody hell but yeah the way I play, you don't get many opportunities. So there's like a few key opportunities where I can actually stand there, a bit relaxed enough to actually look and try and take in the crowd. Um, 
Although whenever I do, I forget what the fuck I'm doing. Like, it don't matter <laughs> where I look or who I look at or what distracts me. I look back and think, oh shit, what's that? Who's that? What, what the fuck am I doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like, fucking hell. Honestly, I'm so easily distracted. It's a good job I had a fucking airline pilot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so when I actually looked up though, and I just could see you unmistakably at the back with your fucking ZV one in air on a stick and fucking arms, alo- arms aloft. Fucking hell. Honestly though, that was it was just a room full of you, Pete Fletcher. And that is what made that has what's made this podcast so special. Is not only is it me being part of the band and having that fucking unfollowing love that I've got for for the band and everything we've done. Um, like you and like your unflinching love for the band and the music and that fucking chemistry we've got. And it was just a room full of like me and you. Do you know what I mean? Just with our levels of enthusiasm no people who are too cool for school and if they were i'm sure they got dragged into some sort of bloody dance off or mosh pit or some shit fuck me i mean like honestly honestly we've talked a bit about well i I didn't expect this and i didn't expect that but fucking hell like that's what was funny for me was people that didn't need like so first of all like i i had full i had zero expectations of people who would know me like or even recognize me from twitter like, 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 it's not like it, we're, it's an audio format, right? So I'm not thinking, yeah, of course I have my profile on Twitter, but I'm thinking like, there's no, whatever. I didn't, I'd never thought about it, but everywhere I went, somebody would stop me and be like, are you Pete? I love Adam. What you guys are doing is great. The music. And then they would go on this long tirade of like why the band is amazing to them, how much they love you guys. And it was just so cool to hear. Like I was getting so much uh, love for you guys. I, I wish I could somehow just like transfer it to you, but like, yeah there was everywhere i went i got stopped by people that just wanted to tell me the first time they heard you guys how it changed their lives what it meant to them uh some people how it was they it was in their wedding songs like um people just all different funny stories i got plenty of clips to share with you when the time is right uh but yeah just there was just uh that surprised me like because we went to the bar right next door to um to barrowlands and it just flooded with people that were coming to the concert and sure enough like we just had a ton of conversations bunch met a bunch of patrons you know uh tom manning who's insane and uh you know brad uh uh, and just so many uh, uh, hair fully, just so many of the uh, of the patrons were in that area, and uh, yeah, there was it, the love was just like it just flowed from that bar over to over to mm-hmm. the gig, and then it just was nineteen hundred people, and because I was sitting in the back and I could film like the whole thing, it was just crazy to see. It was just like you said, it was just nineteen hundred people that every single one of those people absolutely loved you guys, and uh, it was it wasn't just a show to see this band, like everybody was there because they love you guys, and that to me that was really special yeah and like even the even the promoter afterwards he came in and he was fucking blown away he was nearly white do you know what i mean he's just like fucking hell just absolutely fucking staggered and he just saying we hadn't seen anything like that for for years and he was saying we you know we have some sort of younger generation uh, people that work in our offices and they were turning around going who the fuck is this do you know what i mean <laughs> while we're playing and i just thought that's that's really cool do you know what i mean because it just shows that I, we weren't really rooted in um, a, a scene or a time that got stuck in a certain era. Do you know what I mean? It's like even now, kids of younger generations, early 20s or whatever, or younger than that, can listen and just go, fucking hell, man, this is cool. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was amazing, everyone being in one place. And you, fucking hell, you are an absolute celebrity, you are. You? Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. The amount of people, uh, even my, look, it's ridiculous. Because obviously to my friends, I'm just me. 
But to my friends, you are a celebrity. Yeah. So <laughs> my friends are like, oh, yeah, I've met Pete and stuff. And you're like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've met Pete. Will you fucking show up about Pete? Fuck Pete, Jesus Christ. I'm only joking. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I just, oh, it just gave me like a permanent smile thinking about you cruising around out there, just soaking <laughs> up all that adoration, just thinking, oh, yeah, fucking hell. I used to just like get loads of techie guys going, oh, can you fix my computer or something? And now, fucking. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you know, there's a massive part of me that feels really guilty that I just didn't walk over to that bar and come chill out with you guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really wanted to, but oh, yeah. I'm a shy, I, I'm a shy dude. Do you know what I mean? Although once I'm comfortable, I'm absolutely fine. But I don't know. It, it, to be honest, it is a bit of a regret. You know, getting talk about talk about it more, I suppose later. But it is a little bit of a regret that I didn't even. Well, like I say, I kind of wanted to go out at both gigs and meet people, but at the same time, I was a bit hesitant to for, for for various reasons. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a difficult thing to explain. But as I say, at Leeds, Tim were like, Adam, you can't go out there. You get yeah, fucking yeah. mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> you get mobbed and you won't get back in. Yeah, it was definitely, and honestly, I, I was joking saying you should have come over to the bar with us because while I, they love you, you would have just, uh, it would have been overwhelming. There wouldn't have been like, you know, people trying to like rip your clothes off, but it would have been, uh, yeah, you just would have been like way not into the level of people wanting your attention. It would have been way mm -hmm. like they would have been lined up to talk to you and it would have been all for the good reason. But yeah, <laughs> that would have been a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I did think we should have arranged some sort of like, um, a, you know, a, a formal signing sort of thing because, uh. you know, usually you, yeah, usually you can, you go over to the merch um, area and you set up a table with four chairs and, you know, you have a couple of security or whatever, or not security, but sort of people overseeing it. And you just have a line of people who come across and get some things signed and, Check it, shake hands and have a quick oh, yeah. meeting. That that we should have done something like that on reflection. But honestly, if we were if we were still a band that had played loads of shows, that sort of stuff is just second nature. But when you haven't played a show in eleven years, sure, and sure, you've sure. Been, you know you've been you've been mowing lawns and all that sort of stuff, it's a different world. Well, getting ready to put on a show like that and make it, you know, we were so worried it wouldn't live up to the last dance, but you know, I think it blew those shows out of the water. Dude, it fucking bullet. When we walked out of uh, Glasgow, it, I'm going to play a quick clip for you. This, it, this, this guy had already been screaming this for a good five to 10 I, minutes. And I was like, I need to capture a little bit of it, but it's insane. So these guys were going nuts right outside of Glasgow. This was the level of energy that was going on. Take a listen. <laughs> <laughs> dude that was going on forever those guys were i, I was like they're gonna be so miserable in the morning because <laughs> their voice and they were just like they were rolling on the street like literally doing like somersaults i was like they were going nuts man it was crazy i was like you don't want to come out here adam <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was people having fun or some sort of audio recording off the event horizon or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but no, I mean, honestly, I was getting videos from my mates outside going, have you fucking seen this? And uh, yeah, so I was, I was, I was literally seeing videos of that as it was happening. So like so you funny. were saying, yeah. And like you said, it's like, maybe, maybe we should, uh, wait, wait five minutes before, <laughs> before we go down to the van and, and try and sneak off. And look, it's got nothing to do with not wanting to yeah. come down and sign stuff and meet people love to do that. It's just, it's a fucking lot of energy in it. It's, you know, um, but yeah, this, that's the other thing. That's the other thing that there's loads to talk about in terms of like when we used to do this. Yeah, there was the ability to record stuff and you'd see it somehow at some point. But like fucking hell, doing this in this day and age is insane in terms of the immediate, the, the I can't even think of the fucking word. Um, just the immediacy of everything that surrounds it in terms of just how fast it comes back at you. Oh, like, yeah. As soon as you come off stage, there's videos, there's comments, there's pictures, there's fucking videos. It's, honestly, it's like the gig is still going on for me. It's like the, the whole experience is still going on. And that's oh, yeah. something I used to, that is something I used to struggle with so much back in the day was doing all that and then just coming home and sitting in front of EastEnders with a T and thinking, well, the fuck, man? Do you know what I mean? Where's the fucking buzz? Where's the buzz, man? Do you know what I mean? Where's like the, I don't know, like I feed off that stuff and that that's okay. what's so perfect about being in this day and age with everyone with a fucking high-tech phone in their hand that oh, yeah. these days, you you know, you can get and you can just point that thing at the stage. There's no fuck. you don't need to know shit. You know what I mean? You don't need to know about exposure or fucking um, lenses or zooms or rope. Right. You just point and it, and it documents an emotion like, because it strips out all that technical bullshit. And I'm sorry, I'm probably upsetting some people there because I'm sure cameras and all that side of it are people's lives. And look, I'm not trying, I'm not, casting aspersions on that in the slightest but in that environment you don't want that do you in that environment when you're in a crowd getting battered yeah you want you you want your clever little piece of kit that you point at that stage and you can capture it and then you've just got this stuff like twitter and facebook and uh, you know all, the, all this all these videos are coming back and you know i think people see twitter for the most part as something that's really political and, and used for people to express political opinions and i don't know how often it gets used for the sort of things that i use it for or rather that i encourage it to be used for yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that's all I ever do. I'm just putting my energy out there and enthusiasm for 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 this band and everything to do with it. And to feel it come back is just fucking brilliant. And the videos and all that stuff just make it live so much longer in the memory. And there's so many different angles and different points in songs and uh, different places in the crowd. And and like the, I tell you what, the the best thing about these videos is. Like when people turn around and show the crowd and oh. you can just see people's faces. I've got some for you. I'm going to share later that you're going to blow your mind because <laughs> I was filming see, in front row. And then right when you yeah. right when it would just go off, I would turn the camera and people were losing their minds and I got it in yeah. 4K. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, great. You know, I mean, there really is so much. Oh, God, I don't know. It's yeah. just been an it's been an absolute rush. And it and did you meet some uh, did you meet some Twitter folks that you normally only see online? Any new people? Absolutely. I met some fucking amazing people, some absolutely amazing people. Yeah, so many, so many amazing people that I've met. They're obviously, similar to yourself, I've been talking to you for a long time. But to be able to put um, like faces to names and yeah. it, it's, it has all been quite overwhelming. And I don't know, just being, being on stage and it going as well as it did. And the weather, I must, you know, it's almost like I had some sort of fucking lucky penny or something. I don't know. It was just, 
everything fell into place for for both shows and mm-hmm. you know i don't care what wall wounds i show to get there do you know what i mean it's, it's immaterial once you get on stage and you feel that you feel that feeling and yeah i don't know man i mean how long have we been recording now that's, Pete? i don't know how that's the thing we're at an hour and I, and we've mainly focused on glasgow like i almost think we should uh you know just wrap up Glasgow and then maybe talk about Temple Newsom another show because yeah. there's, and I, I'm, I mean, I have so many more questions about like, I, I don't know, what was the after feedback when you guys, what did you guys think about round one? Cause I know it was a rehearsal. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like, I wonder, was there any feedback from you know self? Did you guys look mm-hmm. at that and go, Hmm, we should change this or we should do that. Or something that you guys were like, ah, rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. This was amazing. Yeah. 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 There's all sorts of stuff to cover, isn't there? There's all yeah. sorts of stuff oh, to yeah. cover, and I I don't know. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think we should sort of wrap this and um and do that in another episode? Yeah, man. I guess the, the last question, and I know, I know we have so much more to unpack uh, in in the next episode and all that. But one more question for you. Uh, you guys said you know back in the day the last dance was going to be the last dance, right? And of course, it turned out that it wasn't. And we all understand that there's a lot of situations, a lot of things that had changed. Uh, But for you, what was the feeling of doing the last dance in 2011 compared to doing this last run this past week? In no way similar. In no way similar. In no, I mean, fucking hell, the last dance was a war. (laughs) The last dance was a fucking war, an absolute war. Do you know what I mean? And I mean, you talk about, I talk about this kind of thing, like split personalities and experiencing it through split personalities. I mean, the last dance was, was even worse in that sense because that was still business, 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 but that was tinged with, oh God, fucking hell, you've really flipped that on me there, Pete. You know what I mean, you've really <laughs> fucking, you've, honestly though, but that is, that is the, that it's a great question that because that's, it's completely, completely flipped my outlook, my mind and everything going back there and thinking about that question and the genuine response to it is stark to say the least that it's an incredibly stark thing that's just happened in my brain. Um, yeah. It's not something that I, it's not something I thought about. It's not something I thought about. So I've not had a chance to contextualize it, but it's a, it's a, it's a fucking insane thought is that because the, there's no similarities. There, there is no similarities. I mean, what it wasn't the last dance for us for me wasn't a celebration do you know what i mean it was yeah horrible mm. um i mean playing it was amazing and the crowd sure, and sure, everything sure, sure, yeah sure. but uh, that was you have to understand at that point it, that all that side of it was fresh to to, to us to me oh, you yeah. know what i mean we'd been we'd been in that for 10 years we knew we knew it even though even though well, I mean, I mean, what I'm about to say sort of contributes to why it was so bad, but because we knew it was it was going to be the last time because we, you know, we weren't really particularly seeing eye to eye at that point, and it was kind of something that we felt we wanted to do, but at the same time, kind of felt like something that we had to do for the fans to kind of put a full stop on it. And walking away, walking away from the last dance is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Um, walking away and driving home and thinking, right, well, when I get up tomorrow, then all this is gone. And I have to try and plan for my future. And mm. here, here we go. Here we are at episode 66 going all the way back to episode one here or something, or even all the way back to my YouTube videos. We're yeah. going back here in terms of the feelings. What you're asking me is how I felt at the, at the end of the best thing that I've ever done. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 compared to now where it just does not fucking feel like that because 
we the 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 feeling is completely different. The feeling is completely oh, yeah. different. And I know what question you're going to ask me, and there's no straight answer to it, really, to be honest, Pete. And I don't know if you're going to ask it, but <laughs> all I can say is like that all the pain and shit that we were all going through with the last dance that didn't exist here, not in any form. The yeah. only thing, the only way it did was like uh, anxieties and and you know a bit of panic here and there and nerves and fear. But apart from that, there was none of the the fight and the war. That I mean, you know, I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. We weren't fighting and all that shit, but we just we'd had enough. We yeah. all had enough at that point. And obviously, Rob um, had made it clear that he didn't feel he could continue and. I took that personally, sure. Which is some, which is something that's documented in in these podcasts uh, with Rob talking about it as well. I took that personally, and yeah, that did. I well, I I I let that I let that do very bizarre things to me that I sincerely regret, really. But um, to be honest, you you know you you learn from everything, don't you? And um, as we've said before, I think I probably needed these ten years to get to this point and get to a point where we do do these shows and appreciate it in the way that we all have. Um, it's a fucking magical thing to be a part of. And um, yeah, and I couldn't be, couldn't be more proud of all of us, all four of us, do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, the pictures of yeah. you guys uh, after, you know, hugging and stuff, but you could just see the love in you guys. And those were some beautiful pictures. It, I could definitely, the question was intentional because of the fact that now you guys, you could just feel the love yeah. and the team. You, know, the, you guys are just, yeah, it just, it was a much more uh, positive vibe seeing you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there's all the events of both days to talk about and there's more things to talk about with Glasgow as well. And I want to hear these clips and stuff, but <laughs> obviously in the interest of not making the episode too long, all I'm sure everyone's <laughs> quite willing to sit and listen to more, but my throat's going, as you can imagine, there's been a lot of shouting and stuff and raised voices in good ways uh, over the past um, two weeks and stuff. But so I guess we'll probably leave this episode here for now. And um uh, we'll 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 crack on with the next one really soon, and because this is obviously just gonna this is gonna be something that we talk about for fucking ages, man. Do you know what I mean? And and think about and like I say, there's all kinds of levels of you know yeah. of things to talk about in terms of what happened. And yeah, I've yeah. just absolutely absolutely loved it, and yeah, I absolutely love meeting you, Pete. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, let we you know like the time the sec the next time we met as well when we were in Leeds. But let's let's not talk about that now. Yeah. We can talk about that on the next episode. But oh, yeah, yeah, so um, tune in next time to see if Adam Nutter's knob was stuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, no, everything worked fucking perfectly, didn't it? Um, but yeah, so for now, on that strange note that Fletcher's that just left us on the prom king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for listening and yeah thank you again um, for coming to the gigs thank you so much honestly and um, and yeah make sure you are looking out for the t-shirt link man get yourself uh, some of that merch that was so hard to get to get oh, on yeah. the day and also get signed up to my mailing list on adamnutter.com to uh, yeah to be among the first to get your hands on the vinyl and stuff like that and all the news in that regard. Uh, that is the best place to be signed up for for that news as soon as it's available. Um, so yeah, uh, we will crack on with all the shit we've got to talk about in the next episode. But for now, I know some of you are going to be disappointed. Uh, but yeah, for now, we'll leave it there. Um, but just a... You know, one more thing. I just, I cannot, I cannot reiterate how grateful I am for people coming up to me. Um, even the sort of, you know, the small group of people that I did meet, but 
telling me about how much they enjoy the podcast and stuff and that just means the fucking world to me um i think i said earlier in the episode it's easy to look at uh, do the podcast and look at the numbers and it's just numbers but when you actually talk to those numbers in in you know so to speak it is a completely different thing so thank you so much it means the world to me and i know it means the world to fletch as well he's such a bloody tart honestly he fucking loves it but yeah thank you everyone thank you so much and uh yeah we'll speak to you on the next episode thank you 